Welcome to the Great Lakes Golf Podcast, Season 2, Episode 19. Alongside Hunter Pulaski, I am Peter Graber. We are presented by Reed Furniture in downtown Petoskey. Whatever your furniture need, it's Reed indeed. In this week's episode, Tom Hoagie beats the likes of Jordan Spieth and Patrick Cantlay to win the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am over the weekend. Our takeaways from that event, and we look forward to the Waste Management Phoenix Open, uh, the biggest party in golf, and a great appetizer for Super Bowl Sunday. We'll also take you around the tours, keep you posted on everything happening with the ladies, the Corn Ferry, and more. Thanks for listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the TicketNorthernMichigan.com. Let's go. Tom Hogue. Hoagie. <laughs> Remember that interview that that tiger did i don't know if you saw that over the weekend that was circulating it was like uh i hate to do this to you tiger but do you know who your playing partner is tom hoagie and he goes who what is that who is that (laughs) (laughs) no sorry i don't know never heard of him (laughs) that's that's mean cold but but i mean i've never i don't think i ever had one but what is that you ever had a hoagie sandwich What's a hoagie sandwich? It's not spelled like that. I, I don't know. How, I have no idea. I think well, H O A G I E. It was a question at a press conference, so he didn't see the spelling. He just heard hoagie. I think this is like a large sub. Is it? I think. Yeah. No, Isn't no. it? I've never had it. I don't, I don't know if there's something special. Should we look it up? How do you say it was spelled? H O A G I E is how you spell hoagie the sandwich. H-O-G-E is how you spell Hoagie, the winner of the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Yes, it is a, a Hoagie is a bread roll sandwich piled with deli meats, cheese, fixings, dressing, usually at least six inches long. I'm not sure what makes it different than any other uh, Philadelphia or South Jersey. I mean, it just seems like a sub. Yeah, I told you, it's just a sub. Anyway. Oh, it's from Philip because from Philadelphia. Let's recap the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am, shall we? Real yeah. quick before we go around the tours and do preview and picks for the Waste Management Phoenix Open, mm-hmm. biggest party in golf this week. Such a sick week having the Waste Management leading right into the Super Bowl. Like Thursday cannot get here soon enough. No, it can't. And these damn West Coast tea times. I'm used to rolling out of bed, looking at my phone, and seeing the unders and overs. At least these guys have played a couple holes. I got to wake up, actually start a real day, be a real person, and I don't even get to look at score. I couldn't look at, and nobody had put a number down until noon in Pebble Beach. Drove me nuts. Yeah, that would make sense. You know, that's that that time change will get you. Um, well, are we one more over though? Are we on the mountain time this this week in Phoenix? I was waiting for you to ask that. Um, Phoenix has got to be mountain time, right? Or is it? No, is it's it's one of it's, it's that it's Arizona doesn't have daylight savings, so I'm pretty sure that they are. That's right. They are. Th- they go from three to two. I'm just not sure if they're two right now or three. Let me look this up, but. I believe they are presently seven forty nine 
in Phoenix, eight forty nine so Central. So they are on Mountain Time. Okay, and then they'll go to Pacific Time. They just, they won't. Yeah, still kind of default to Pacific Time because they won't follow daily savings. So in honor of the waste management Phoenix Open, before we get to AT and T Pebble Beach, do you have a favorite memory of being at a professional golf tournament? I know you've been to at least a few. Um, I think uh, just off the top of my head, it has to be. I feel like I've said it. Like the the one that I'm thinking of is when you saw Co- Jason that Kokrak iron off the tee. Like I still think at about Medina. that constantly. But then. Um, when I was in eighth grade, the Buick Invitational was still the Buick Invitational at Warwick, I believe. It was like either eighth grade or freshman year, and we went to that, and I saw Bubba Watson for the first time hit a drive, and that was also very impressive. Very, just, Did you just see I was, Tiger that week? No, he wasn't playing. Wow, that's brutal. Yes, very brutal. He played that tournament every year. He did. That was um, so Andrew? that. W- so that must have been in like his 2008, 2009, around that injury time. Or got it. So I feel like you're you feel like you're setting yourself up here. So I will ask you the same question. What is what is your? Favorite? I wasn't really no. I was <laughs> asking that question. Going oh shoot! Now I'm gonna have to answer this for myself. <laughs> well, mine's kind of like what it's watching my brother play in a. PGA Tour event in his home state was pretty sweet. So, and you know he had to like really grind to make the cut. So he made an eagle on the second to last hole on Friday to get inside the cut line and move the cut line actually by a shot. So that was a pretty sweet moment because there was a decent gallery following him late on a Friday, and and there were some pretty decent cheers that went up. But I still like also it's hilarious. I really enjoyed watching <clears throat> Phil and Sergio completely out of contention that day at the at the BMW at Conway Farms in Chicago when Sarah and I went and they were clearly gambling. Oh, were they? <laughs> yeah, playing in a twosome out really early, the two of them. And Phil was, like, running up from, like, a gully into the fairway to ask Sergio, like, where his last shot went and stuff. And I was like, these guys are clearly betting for large sums of money today because they have nothing else to play for so they're playing against each other because what the why else would phil care where sergio's ball is this is a stroke play event so that was amusing we watched them play nine in the front nine at conway farms and that's a good memory as well where is that in chicago is it yeah what what event was that bmw so a couple years ago same as yours that you went to at medina I just don't. I'm just not familiar. There was like a little road out there where they were moving it around to Olympia Fields, Medina, Conway oh, okay. Farms. Conway Farms is like it's there's like hay everywhere. It's kind of I don't know if you call it like link style. I guess they probably call it link style. It's private. It's nice. It's north, are you saying are you saying fescue? Side. Yeah, fescue or hay? Hay. What, what's hay? Fescue. Sure. Well, like, I think of like hay. Isn't it hay? Like, I, I would, the stuff that you see. Weeds, tall grass, man. The like stuff that the, you like don't you want to hit Like in, the stuff you'd see brown. at the meadows, the meadows at Grand Valley. Like Chicago Golf Club, every, on either side of every fairway is brown heather. Is it heather? 
Fescue? Hey. <laughs> hey. What's up? <laughs> All right, AT&T, Pebble Beach Pro-Am, Tom the Hoagie Sandwich. Ruins everyone's week, except for... Mine? Or is this, are you trying to say, like, because Jordan Spieth? Or what is your... Uh... Yeah, because nobody, like, nobody... I don't think everybody had <laughs> nobody. some juice on either, like, Jordan or Cantley or somebody else that was in the mix, and they were like, wait... It's one of those tournaments where it's like, oh, so Tom Hoagie's going to win this. You mentioned, I'm pretty sure you mentioned Tom Hoagie's name last episode. It was one of the yeah. first things you said. Or it was like, I don't think you said, I don't think you said he was going to win, but you said that's a name that interests me. Yeah. Yeah, because he was like, he was still like 50 or 60 to 1, I think, at that point on a Tuesday. No, that was exciting. I mean, I, I enjoyed that thoroughly. I, I uh, You liked the underdog fairy tale. I think it was just it was really fun to watch Spieth gain attention and then just fold like a lawn chair, like a poorly put together. You know lawn that's chair. mean. That's mean. So that's how I feel. Here we come, full steam, full speed <laughs> ahead with the Jordan hate. Right yeah. out of the right out of the gates. Uh, pretty, but but pretty impressive to see him come back from from. Well, I think it was eleven shots. He was down at one point in the tournament, so he obviously played. He played a fantastic. Or Everyone's going to be hot all over him again this week now, too. Oh, crazy. It's Scottsdale. Yeah, and I, I, I have a buddy that we're in a big, we're in a big feud right now between Jordan or JT, and he made some comments Saturday when Jordan's name was on the leaderboard and was like, "Look whose name's up there," and I was like, "No, yeah." When there's how many top ten players were there in this field? Two. That sounds right. Can't lay, and it may be, it might have been Burger that was no longer in the field. Could have been. So it might have been one. I was like, yeah, of course he's going to be in the... But the waste management field, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, is... It's stacked. Weirdly, weirdly stacked. It's unreal. <laughs> yeah. It's And, and that, that's I think that's a testament just to the, the waste management having... I think it's a very cool event. Like that thing like, is going to turn around. That text exchange between you and your friend is, could turn around real quick on him here this week because I think Justin Thomas is looking... Hoist for a well, the, the, trophy hoist here this weekend. It's it's Brad and I, and he he's like a diehard diehard J- Spieth fan, and those people are still out there. They're still out there. Not only are they still so. What, what happened is in in two thousand the the like February two thousand eighteen, when at that point Jordan was a lot better than not better than JT, but had a better career. He was better. Yes, fine. I will, I will say, and that's. I think I've even, I've even admitted that. But I said at that time, February of 2018, that JT would have a better career than Jordan, and I think so far that has been the case. That's gonna come. That's gonna be a photo finish. I think. So far, that's been the case. You cannot say. Uh, since 2018, since, two, since is a 2018, PGA championship away from a career grand slam. Since 2018 is what I said. Better career oh. since 2018. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. No, I'm on your side there. Okay, thank you. I do like JT. This Take week. that, Brad. Pebble looked great, huh? The greens are faster. When I see it on TV, I'm like, it looks- those greens are smaller, slopier, and faster than I, for some reason, imagine. I think it's because I think they're so close to the water, and like, maybe the, I think. Smaller greens don't have as much slope, but gosh, you can tell. I know we talk about it all week leading up to it, but then you see it on TV and it's like, my goodness gracious. Like, 
that green, some of those greens are so small. And in particular, the, is it eight? Or is it a, eight is the hole with the gully where Jordan, can we tell, since while we're on the subject of Jordan, we probably should would you talk have hit, would about you have the, hit that the shot? death shot. I would not have hit that shot. He was, he's, he's, a, he has a child at home. Yeah, he is a father now. He can't like that. Is he was? I thought from my. How knee, often do you fall forward when you hit a golf ball, though? But he was leaning for. I'm not saying you. But like, what if the ground just gives out? That that was ah, more. The ground gives out. What is what is this? Hollywood. We're dealing with erosion. <laughs> Anti climate change. Peter here. Erosion's a big deal these days. That there's probably. I mean, I'm sure the that wall's been breaking down like crazy. So I, I would not have hit that golf shot. It's, maybe if there was millions of dollars in the line, I could have been persuaded to. But I don't think, like I've said, just like day to day, I would have moved it back. I think. Yeah, it's. You think they're gonna put up a fence there? No. I heard somebody talking about how now, like everybody's gonna go play that hole and be like, "This is where Jordan was. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna try this." Yeah. No. And uh, it's becoming a safety hazard. Yeah, I, I saw I saw the the golf course maintenance uh, Twitter really taking off, saying like, "There's guys that get paid twelve dollars an hour to to cut grass right right exactly where Jordan Spieth was." So, and then they're falling. Yeah, at least. big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, what other takeaways from Pebble? I really thought Cantlay was going to end up winning that golf tournament. He was the first to kind of. Yeah, that was interesting. I mean, I think it's I think it's worth mentioning. How, how 200 and this was Tom Hoagie's 203rd career start, first victory. And also, I, I'm not many golfers from North Dakota. He's from North Dakota. Yes. That's Nor- awesome. I didn't yes. know that. Yes, he's a North Dakota boy. That's kind of technically sort of the Midwest. Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure they identify with us. He looks like a Midwestern kind of a guy. He does. Um, I was going to mention that you mentioned the greens and the and the the speed and the size. They looked very smooth this time around. Like the putts were rolling a lot smoother than I ever thought they rolled on on uh, Poa greens. I agree. I thought it looked. I, I I yeah. I totally agree. Like that putt that that Hoagie made on seventeen seventeen the the left to righter. That thing looked like it was. I mean, it was rolling very true. It was hugging the ground the whole way. Yeah. I really want to go play there. What's a round cost at Pebble Beach right now? And I think you have to stay in the lodge. Uh, I think they're going to clip you for at least five or 600. I would and imagine. And you have to have a room, I think, right? Yeah. I um, I think we were we were all in it at Whistling for like 300. Does that sound about right? That's my, that's my ceiling, I'm pretty sure. I can't imagine I would go much above that. And we did well because we played early season before the, yeah. the policy kicks in where you also have to have a room to play whistling starting in June. Yeah. I start doing that. We were math. up there in the hay. I- <laughs> Stop saying that. It's not. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> I meant to say hail. <laughs> I say. But there's a lot of hay there, too. No, you've never said hay. You've always, we've always said every golfer says fescue. I don't know where you've gotten hay from. It's not hay. It's fescue. Anyways, I once he started getting above that number, I started doing mental math in my head of like the total price divided by eighteen. 
and and getting a whole amount. And then I, even if I'm and then if I'm playing poorly and making doubles and triples, I'll even do I'll break it down by by shots per hole and how much that's costing me. Dude, that's a sick exercise. <laughs> well, you are a sick, sick person. All right, can you take us around the tours? Yes. All right, so we will uh, let's start with the uh, the LPGA. They were playing at the uh, the LPGA Drive On Championship down in Fort Myers. This was the inaugural event. Uh, Leona McGuire from Ireland, uh, and if you guys remember, she was pretty uh, the Solheim Cup. She dominated, played very well. Uh, she won, uh, and then second place was Lexi. Um, and third place, another American, uh, Sarah Smelzel. So they are in, where the heck are they this week? They are over, nope, they are off now until March 3rd through 6th, where they make their little, uh, swing in Asia, playing at the HSBC Women's World Championship in Singapore, March 3rd through 6th. On to the uh, to the Corn Ferry Tour uh, this past week. That course was hard in Panama, huh? I didn't watch much of it, but watch the, much the of scores it wasn't on TV. That was a that was a uh, was that a joke? That was been. so subtle. If that was a joke, could have been. That wasn't a joke, dude. Certainly could have been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little a little more credit would be nice. Uh, I know it's like up in the hills and it was blazing hot, but I was looking at those scores thinking, damn, this is like, <clears throat> this course is making a case for, to be the host of the United States Open. So, uh, in Panama. So, the winner of the Panama Championship was Carson Young, who is hopefully he'll be back on. Um, he was on the tour last year, wasn't he? He got. Or he just make a few had a few exemptions. I swore we had it said his name several times last year. Maybe it was on the Corn Ferry tour. Who? Carson Young. No. Cameron Young. Cameron Young's person. <sighs> sure is. No relation. No relation that I'm aware of. Anyways, they are <laughs> very nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I well I even I even said that uh I thought about it pre show and I go, I think Young. See Young. He's playing well on the PGA, Cameron. Yes, and that's and that's where that's really where the confusion is set in a little bit, especially when I started saying it out loud. Oh, Joey played well. He uh, finished T tenth, sixty seven, sixty six, seventy two, seventy two. Obviously, a really good, uh, really good starts the week on uh, Thursday and Friday. Um, and yeah, tie for second. It was in a tie for second on Friday night. So. Awesome. Seems those patched together for four good rounds. Has some good success on the golf course in Bogota. I know they're forecasting rain for Bogota this week. Hopefully that does not come true. It's kind of tropical, mountainous, jungle feel there in Bogota, Colombia. So hopefully it's like Florida rain. I know you're used to that from your time in the Myers of Fort. That's true, but it really didn't rain that much when I was there. I swear it doesn't rain in the wintertime. So like it, it would rain for like a, two weeks when I first got there, and then it would start being rain season when I left. 
But throughout the winter, it doesn't really rain that much on the the west side of Florida. Well, and if it rains on the east side, I feel like it just rains for like three minutes and then yeah. it's over and then it's nice again. Yeah, it's very um, it's very interesting weather down there. Um, what is what is uh, does Joey like going to like these like remote areas? I mean, maybe not like maybe that's not the right way of putting it, but like these are like Bogota, Colombia's is we're not in Kansas anymore, sort of thing. Yeah, that's fair to say. Great city though. Yeah, no, I'm, I went to this tournament. I've never uh, never been. Really fun. Um, but I mean, yeah, like, really fun fact about Bogota: so overpopulated that. You are each person is only allowed to drive every other day, <laughs> which is identified by either like the last digit of your license plate or like your your birth name or something. You know where that falls in the alphabet. You're literally designated the days of the week that you are allowed to drive. And also, really cool. A lot of culture. Sundays they shut down the main street and it's all just bikers and joggers and walkers like all morning it's really cool we did that and obviously it's beautiful like i said it's up in the up in the mountains so it's in that respect it's a really cool city as for whether or not joey and players in general enjoy this kind of travel i think it depends. Probably if you your first couple of times, it's pretty cool. After that, it's a business trip. And, you know, particularly if you have, if you're on the older end, you have a family. If you're, if you're a bachelor, it's probably different than if you have a family or kids or whatever the case may be because it's just, I'll let you feel a little bit farther away when you're across a border. Yeah, exactly. Can you... <laughs> Can you like stack days up in Bogota? Like take off, take a day off of your driving abilities, and then stack that day up for later in the week. No, that's S- switch with switch with people. No, I'm sure there's a lot of malfeasance going on I, and some people breaking that rule. But went to a crazy fruit market there where I saw dozens of fruits that I had never even seen before. It's a cool. It's a really cool city. Very. Very densely populated. <laughs> it sounds like it. Crime ridden, so you have to be careful too. But that golf course is in a nice area of town. Is it a nice golf course? Yes. Yeah. It looks like baby. Well, that has to be nice. <laughs> Say no more. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, well. So Moving that, right along. Yeah, so I guess I never, I never, we never really said, uh, so this is, um, we have talked about it, but they are playing at the country club. De Bogota. De Bogota in Colombia. Uh, I would have to assume, correct me if I'm wrong, this this was where Mito Piera got his start, kind of. I mean, this was was this his first? Did he win this tournament? He won this tournament last year. So I don't, I don't know if he won prior to. Interesting. I would not have pegged him as somebody who would be successful on this golf course but well a driver and putter goes a long way on any track that's true that's very true so uh best of luck to the uh to the guys in the corn ferry tour hopefully you guys don't get too much rain yeah and and uh the senior 
guys are off until next week. We're there in um, they're in Naples at the Chubb Classic. Well, they are technically retired after all, so they, they sure are. And then um, we are still a little ways away from college and L.A. and Canada. Before we get to the Waste Management Phoenix Open, the biggest party in golf, do we want to talk about the Saudi? Oh, yeah, we should. We should, should we, though? Um, well, if if Victor didn't win. And we haven't really talked about Brooks calling out Phil. I guess, no, I don't know why I said it, why Victor, because Victor didn't win this week. Last Harold week. Varner won. Yes, he made a ninety-footer <laughs> eagle on the last hole. Yes, I Harold saw Varner. It, I saw it Sunday morning, and I almost texted you like, "Well, it's good to see Harold Varner." It's not good to see Hunter. I mean, I'm I love Harold, huge fan, very happy for him. He's won now in Saudi and Australia. Is this guy gonna win? Part of me is still is if that win had come on the PGA Tour and I hadn't been on it, I would have been devastated. But I couldn't wait to bet him at Riv, home of the infamous top. I think I may have even touched on that on this show already this year. Oh, you have. Like Harold Varner at Riv is a wild ride that I just have to strap myself in for every year. But he's gonna be his number's gonna be so depressed from winning the Saudi that that's sad. And by the way, Bubba's a horse for course at Riv too. So if you're a believer in the Bubba. As she show, shows a flash of form in Saudi, you better get your master's bets in now. I looked in at 65. I think it was 100 a week ago. So maybe bookshop a little bit on that. I don't really think he's going to win, but we know how that course is, you know, like course history is huge at Augusta. And that interesting human being has won there twice already, so... Yeah, it was kind of unfortunate that uh, it seemed like nobody nobody wanted to talk about this golf tournament, and then an American makes a putt from the parking lot on the last hole to win, and it's like now you gotta have to talk about it. But like you, know, I didn't see, I saw so little about this tournament prior to Harold Varner's putt on mm. Sunday morning, and what little I did see or hear about on Twitter basically was that it's was not particularly entertaining. And this is what I've been talking about with these events having no significance outside of the purse. And I really think people, the organizers and players and the people who are involved in that kind of thing don't appreciate. Like, it's not enough to say we want to just watch the best players in the world play golf for four days. Like, there has to be something larger at stake and that's why a tour who does that for you and you're earning points and dollars towards the ultimate goal of more and you know being invited to more events, getting your tour card, making it to the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera, has actual meaning to fans. Are you su- did you just support the the playoff? 
I PGA, felt myself. PGA Tour play, no, you know, you don't I you felt did. myself doing that. And no, I was you, like, where you, are you going yeah, with this right now? But I think you just supported the PGA Tour playoff. FedEx Cup is such a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Get that on record real quick. Take back everything I said. I, um, I, I, I get what you're saying, but what? What? I, I guess I'm a little. I'm a. If it's the best players in the world, like this was a better field than the P, than the Pebble Beach. Are, are you just? Are, are you saying that because there is because it's the Asian tour, or not necessarily the Asian tour, but because Asian? That's the tour that this this was part of. Oh, it was. Yes. Yes, this is not a European tour event. This was an Asian tour event. I thought the Asian tour was affiliated with the PGA and Euro tour. Uh, I thought this was just the Saudi tour or whatever. Nope, this was because I just saw no tour, the tourless tour. So it's I, all so stupid. It's so contrived and crappy. So I guess that's where that's Bubba where Watson it's, it's sprinting it be, is out it to hug Harold Var. Like nobody cares. That's I don't I don't get that. If they get the best players in the world at the same golf course, it's like you're saying that you just oh because it's not the PGA Tour and they don't play for the FedEx Cup, I won't watch. <laughs> There's no end goal in, in sight. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But just it, like it's just reeks of greed the whole then, thing. 3 minutes ago you just said you hated the FedEx Cup and you have said that. You have cons- continually said you hate the FedEx Cup. I like a season-long points race. <laughs> I think determining the best player on a tour, I think end-of-year awards, I think the things that come with success on a tour for other tour-sanctioned or tour-affiliated events, I like that format of professional golf. There's a reason that we do this in golf, in tennis, in NASCAR, in individual sports that they're set up this way to just say, well, I'm going to go to these eight events and take my talents there and I'll bring in huge crowds and they'll pay me big boxes of money. And that's my existence is taking the, uh, some of the competition trying to be the best out of it because you're sort of, you're choosing not to pursue these larger goals because you're simply pursuing immediate financial gains for performances in a vacuum and it's only i guess and then that i guess that's my point it's only eight tournaments these guys take i wonder if it would would it be them replacing a bigger tournament in the u.s or would it be them replacing the sony open and like in tournaments like that where they, these guys don't show up anyway or maybe the, the hawaii one's a bad example there's a there's quite a few guys there but like a tournament like the American Express, are they gonna? Is it gonna be during weeks like that, or is it gonna be weeks during where? And I really believe, and I know I'm weird, but I will watch the American Express. Like I will well, I watch you, Cameron Young and Davis Riley. You will. I don't think a normal, a not a normal golf fan, a. And I think that's that's right. You're right, and I think that that's what's what stinks about it is you're taking. Oh, I agree. And I know, and I I understand what you're saying that the points, the points mean something. But I don't think these guys are going to lose out on points because they go. I don't I don't think unless it is a, it sounds like it could potentially be an either or where the PGA Tour says if you guys go over there, you're, you're they're going to ban them. But I can't imagine. Like I feel like you could. 
get quite a few guys over there. And I don't know. It is, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. <laughs> Another reason why I like it, you, you, all you do is, is, is there's no radio this week, right? Correct. All you do is bitch and moan about the, um, not having golf in the morning and then they're giving you the opportunity to have morning golf. That would be so cool. But um, I don't care about it. I don't, yeah. impl- there's no, I don't care. I don't care about Bubba Watson going and playing in Saudi to try to get more rich. It wasn't just Bubba. It was like, how many players in the top 25 were there? I don't care there? about it any was, of them. <laughs> That's what I can't quite grasp. I care you about the tour. You don't care about, you can't, you you're like the Rob. You're like Rob Lowe that was wearing the NFL hat. You you give care about the PG, give me the, you the PGA, PGA store tour. Com right now. I want as many shirts with the PGA Tour you know, logo on them. You could care less about any particular player. I think you've because you've mentioned it, it's like Roy McIlroy is the only one. If Rory go, what if Rory goes over to Saudi? Are you gonna watch then? No, <laughs> and that would be a damn shame because he's my favorite player. Probably. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm. I just I. No, it sucks. I hate it, but no, I won't. I, I but the golf is going to be on, so you just wouldn't watch. It would almost well, be like it would be like a. I don't want to get you too would specific, know it's but on. I don't. It's not on the channels that I can access for one thing. I, but I, it, yes. suppose I could, would I have it on in the background? Yeah, or whatever. Maybe, but I would be sitting there <laughs> stewing, being like these greedy, you know, sons of guns. Because it would. This not- is such a. This is such a farce of competitive golf. None of them stand to gain anything other than money by winning this event. There's no prestige. There's no renown. There's no I beat you because you're all there as a money grab. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's fair enough. But I still think we have to go back to what tournaments are these replacing? Are they, are they replacing the fall series tournaments that these guys don't even – participate in anyway because then if, if it's if it's a big tournament and we're losing these guys in the morning to a morning tea time and then we have to go watch a pga tour event with a weak field then i would join you in anger i will join you in anger if that is the case but if they're if they're missing a tournament they're not even gonna play in anyway on the pga tour i could care less go get a bag i don't care if they go i'm just saying it's bad for golf like I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and and judge each individual part like that. People are kind of doing. They're like, well, you did you take the Saudi bag and like what? You know, you want to be a, you want to be like that. That's that's you. That's a personal decision. I don't, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and judge you from afar. I have no idea what your motivations are, but I'm not. Like I'm just saying, I think that that is bad for golf, and I don't support it personally I, as a fan. I hope uh, Bryson takes that. $135 million. I hope Brooks and Phil fight. I want to see them box. <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you really no, do. Nothing would be funnier than Brooks just smashing Phil in the face with like a. I mean, yeah. they'd have to wear headgear or whatever, but just a flurry of three or four punches and then an old man lying on the ground. It wouldn't take much, I don't Phil think. Phil has the kind of persona of a kid. Who need of a man who, when he was a kid, needed to get his ass kicked, but it never happened. <laughs> Long overdue. <laughs> so he's not yet been humbled. Brooks humbled him though with that. If I were Phil, I wouldn't be talking about greed thing because that was spot on. Mm-hmm. 
I don't. Uh, I'm still not sure how I fall. I think I, I think I sided with Phil. I'm still. I could. It doesn't really. How the hell did that clown win the PGA Championship at Kiowa? That is when we look back on that years and years from now, we're all going to be like, "What the hell?" Well, and I think it. <laughs> It's the fact that he won, but then the fact of how bad the rest of the year was. I think it was it was He's absolutely not, I know. miserable. He it didn't was like some he, kind he didn't of finish top twenty any times. Divine intervention. All right, yeah. can we move on to things that are fun to talk about? Like what? Like the waste management open. Yes, let's talk about the waste management. What do you want to know? I sick field. Yeah. I, um, Unbelievable field. You'll see it when we go through the odds board. But Z- you want to know how good this field is? Xander Shoffley is priced in the twenties in the outright market. That's how good this field is. Whoa! I think that should that should say just about all you need to all you need to know about it. Yeah, crazy, right? That never happens because of his massive following of fans who ignore the fact that he never wins any golf tournaments. How am I looking on that Cantley versus Xander thing, huh? That was I. I said I started making that call like a year and a half ago when we started doing this podcast, and yep. ever since then Cantley's been on a tear, and Xander's been invisible, except for his win at the Olympics. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Very impressive. I, I'm. Where's the applause? Thank you. There you go. Thank you for my golf clap. You're welcome. TPC Scottsdale Stadium Golf. It's a sweet course. Have you played it? No, I have not. No. I, think- I ran out of light. Only was able to play there once. Ran out of light, so I had to drive the last few holes. But that stretch at the end is so sweet. Reachable par five. Short par three. Drivable par four. Hard par four. Par four. To finish. 15, 16, 17, and 18. Brooks, last year, chipped in for Eagle on the drivable 17th. To take a two-shot lead at 19 under. Eventually was the champion. He went through a five under through five hole stretch from 12 to 17, I think it was. So, um, Desert golf, you had to be in the fairway off the tee or just not, you, had to, you can't be in the desert or the fairway bunkers off the tee, but it's fairly generous off the tee because it's you know it kind of has a resort golf kind of feel to it. Definitely rewards good iron play. Uh, not really a course that you can overpower with the driver, even though it's shortish. There are some, not necessarily forced layups, but there are some holes out there when you're not going to use a driver like. I doubt very many guys hit will hit driver on number one, um, number eight, or is it number nine, I think, um, number 11, some shorter par fours where you just play him for position. So the emphasis is on approach play. That's the largest sort of indicator here uh, in the past in terms of who plays well and who doesn't. And... You have to make birdie, so it's no surprise that you have to be good with your approach. I just said Brooks, I think, was 19 under when he won last year, so it's going to be something in that kind of neighborhood. Um, good players win here and play well here. When you look at the list of past champions, it's quite um, 
impressive. Who does that? Uh, who does that list include besides Brooks? Is so yeah, it sure is. So Brooks won in twenty twenty one. Webb Simpson won in twenty twenty. Ricky Fowler won in twenty nineteen. Gary Woodland twenty eighteen. Hideki went back to back in twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen. Brooks Kepka in twenty fifteen, and Kevin Stadler in twenty fourteen. And John Rom, boy, here we go again with the John Rom thing. Tied for fifth as an amateur. Rom tied for fifth as an amateur here in 2015 when he was still at Arizona State. That was the first of two consecutive years that he won the Ben Hogan Award. Um, his area of the country, his kind of golf, plays well here. So does Justin Thomas. So does Xander Shoffley. So really interesting in terms of guys at the top of the board having good history here. But, man, that one win in the past 15 months hanging over his head, and now he comes to another golf course just like Torrey where he's had good success and he's obviously very comfortable. Makes you wonder. He changes every. He's changing everything right now, and maybe that's my fault because he's not winning these tournaments, but. Gosh, he makes you think long and hard about placing other bets. I think he's a he's a surefired. Um, I just see what the well, and I want to get into that because I think there's I think there's actually the value is starting to come back for the top fives and top tens for Rom. I think he's a surefired, which just sounds sounds crazy to say. I think he's a surefired top five pick. I I see one. Wow, I see cool. plus one forty. <laughs> And it sounds, it sounds crazy, Peter. But we went over his, we went over his stats. Man, plus one forty. That's it. We we went over his stats last week, and he has one finish outside the top five or top six in the last unbelievable fifteen months. So it's not. I understand the the your your golf betting value mind is like, well, what the heck? Plus one forty is ridiculous. But when he's doing it every week, I know it's hard. I know like that that starts to add up. He's minus one fifteen <laughs> to top ten. <laughs> what do you have him at to top five? I'm on Fanduel. I have him plus one eighty. See, that's, that's what I was talking about. I thought that that was pretty decent. Yeah, see, I I'm plus one thirty eight on Barstool top five and yeah, minus one fifty to. to just, so should I take this? Yes. And Justin Thomas, who I also like, is plus one thirty to top ten. See, that's I struggle a little bit more with JT. I really like than, them both this week. I, I obviously biggest JT stand going, but I feel like he is he is so much more capable of of having just a bad week than John Rahm right now. It just seems like John Rahm is, is well, so that's very true. And Justin Thomas, because Justin Thomas is inconsistent with his driver. He is. And that leads to volatility. John Rahm is the opposite of inconsistent with his driver. Every time he's holding his driver, you can just walk up there 325 and plop it down in the middle of the fairway because that's where he's going to hit it. Yep, not a bad way to do it. What's golf like when you hit it like that? I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. Fun, I bet. See, look at our buddy Harold Varner. He's up here pricing the Adam Scott, Billy Horschel, range on american soil that does make a lick of sense 
I know, right? It's like he has to, you have to drop him thirty points every time. And I, I don't, and that's that's not anything. And he'll, he'll now he's going to go out and win. But it doesn't make any sense to me when a player, this guy just won in Saudi Arabia. He probably partied his ass off for yeah, a like good how, day and a half, and then he shows up here. How's Tom going to play this week? Is he playing? Is he? He's He's at. He's at plus seven thousand. So he hasn't fallen a ton. No respect for the for the North Dakota boy. Did you know, I'm putting in my finishing, I'm just going to do this while we're doing the pod. Maybe this is what we should do. I'm going to make my bets while we're on the line here. I'm going to bet John Rahm to top five. I'm going to bet Justin Thomas to top 10, plus 130. And I did you know that Denny McCarthy has five top 15s in his last six starts? Can you even believe that? How have no, we that's missed a, that that's run? A, that's I am a, a disservice. Denny McCarthy Don't say- stand. You just you just tried to lump me in with you and said we. You how did you miss that? You're, are you are you betting Seamus Power to top twenty again this week? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. Are you just gonna be like? Are you just gonna auto click that? Yeah. I mean, if you haven't noticed, I go through little runs. It was it was Brian Harmon for a while last year, <laughs> and now it's it's Seamus. And I don't really uh, I don't really see a reason to stop if he's gonna keep hitting him. Or what I really need to do is just go to the top ten. So I also think that this golf course rewards aggra- like aggressive play. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, Brooks has won here twice. So I think that's kind of something to keep in mind because I look at a guy like another guy that I really like this week, two guys, Scotty Scheffler, who I'm thinking about betting outright. He kind of reminds me of Brooks in that they hit a high ball, they hit a soft cut. I know Scotty can move uh, both ways, but I think he might be benefited by missed the cut, I think, in his first try here, and then he was tied for seventh last year. These greens have some nice pace to them. Like, you don't have to be a great putter here. I mean, Decky won here two years in a row, but Decky, another very aggressive player. Likes to fire at pins. Great with his irons. Who else comes to mind when I... Describe a, a player like that who's been playing well lately. Hmm. I think you were talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about Taylor Gooch. I like Taylor Gooch this week. That's a that's yes. That is another guy that fits okay. that description, and I do like him. I'm playing him in DraftKings. But the guy I'm thinking of is Russell Henley. Oh. Why well, shouldn't we like Russell Henley here? A ball striking extraordinaire. Seems like he would probably be helped by a little bit faster green. This is a four-round event, though. Poor putter. I know. That's why I'm not going to outright him, but I'm thinking okay. about the top five and the top ten market. Maybe top 20. That's <laughs> why... <laughs> But he's also going to – okay, so can, you want to have a, like a sandwich bet, like a side bet? Is Russell Henley going to win a PGA Tour event in 2022? <laughs> no. I say yes. <laughs> Why? Let's do Why? it. Why do you say that? Because I think <laughs> like he's so good at hitting a golf ball, eventually it has to happen. Because it's ridiculous. Statistically, he the, should be in the top <laughs> ten of the official world golf rankings. The Luke list. The next Luke list. What is? How bad of a putter is he? Hang on. I'll tell you. 
Because what do we have, Hunter, if not tons of time, right? That's, that's all we have in this world. I swear, your internet or your just your computer. Are you gonna have pizza today for National Pizza Day? No, I don't think so. Is that what today is? Mm-hmm. Um, my guy, Denny McC- Look at our guys, dude. Strokes gained total last twenty four rounds. Number three, Denny McCarthy. You know the problem is you haven't been running any models. So You're you right. You haven't been You're right. able I gotta to get see. back to these damn models. And who's number four? But Hunter's favorite play, Seamus Power. Well, that would make sense. I'm in on Denny to top twenty this week. So Russell, and there is my guy, Russell Henley, seventh in strokes gained total over the past. 24 rounds, he's gaining a stroke and a half on the field. And he's only he's 56th in this field in putting. That's not that bad. Yeah, he's 105th total. For the season? Yes. 56th in the last 24 rounds. He's getting better. He's improving. Uh, Aaron Wise pops up on this list, strokes gain total. I think he's a place. Only $7,100 in DraftKings. So you're going to hear him touted. Hideki is 11th in the strokes gained total despite being 117th in putting. And then look at right behind him. I might have to get in on Scheffler this week, dude. 80th in putting and still 12th in the total. 26th in approach. And beware the injured golfer. The number one approach player on the PG in this field the past twenty four rounds is Daniel Berger. No so more. So that uh, is interesting to think about because he really looked like he fulfilled his obligations as a defending champion last week and had every intention of playing that golf tournament and only withdrew when it was clear that he was not going to be able to. To play, so you think probably he's close. He was close enough then that he's going to be healthy enough to play a full week this week. You just it's hard to know, especially when nobody asks him about it. How that, it, to what degree that's creating any limitations in his golf swing? Like, does he have pain when he plays golf? All right, while we're at, while I have this open, Xander Shoffley, twenty eighth on this list, despite. Uh, despite being 80th in the round, 24th in putting, so his putting seems to be coming back. Off the tee hasn't been great, but I bet him right away at 22 to one because he has great history here. I think he's probably due for a win here pretty soon, and that's a really good price for Xander. Even for me, a guy who dogs Xander quite a bit, and then a few more value plays in terms of guys popping up on the slit. List. Keith Mitchell's on this list. I think he's a great fit for Scottsdale. Russell Knox is playing some pretty solid golf right now. He's $7,300 on DraftKings. is so cheap Um, for him. Putnam, I think you can go right back to Putnam this week after the tough Sunday and being in contention. I think he's a play. Uh, and then don't overlook Webb Sensen. He's 45-1 to 1 in the outright market. He's He's eighty five hundred, eighty six hundred bucks on DraftKings. Winner here. Like his stats are not bad. 
He's 112th off the tee, which must mean he's missed a few fairways here and there. But these fairways aren't that that narrow at TPC Scottsdale, and he doesn't have to hit a ton of drivers here. So, you know, I would be, I think, like that's a guy who's probably you're getting really good value on right now for like a top 20 or a top 10 mm-hmm. because of the lack of really good finishes recently. But we we know that the it's the ability is certainly there. So, well, I'm stacking up plenty of bets here between Henley and McCarthy, and I will bet. Uh, I'm gonna bet Seamus plus one is one seventy five to top twenty. Um, I Webb Simpson is plus one fifty five to top twenty. I think that's pretty reasonable. That's the same number as Seamus Power. I also really like. I think I like JT this week. I think. Um, Are you going to eat the twelve to one? I think so. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm only going to do. It. I'll be. I'll be light this week You're for in that on reason. JT. I'm in on Xander. I might even be in on Scheffler if one of the two of us does not cash an outright, and it is not because of John Rahm. We suck. Because I feel really good about JT. I feel really good about Xander, and I'm starting to feel better and better about Scheffler. More we talk about him. Yeah, it seems like I mean, it just seems like he. You keep saying wide fairways, don't hit, don't have to hit driver a ton. You can play aggressive, playing aggressive benefits you at times, and that kind of just uh, sings JT, in a lot of a lot of times. I mean, that's where I think of. And he's plays well here. Yeah, it's like under the radar has uh, awesome history here. Two, two two top threes. Yeah, or two thirds, and then he's made the cut. He's made the cut every time he's played here. I so, I mean, like, this is a place where you can really let your approach game shine. Yes. I mean, that's JT's game right there. But outside of that, I'm excited. This is a I, – I like desert golf. I like the – I think it's because I haven't played it. I like the – it looks – It looks cool. It looks very cool. The contrast and colors of grass yes. looks very green. Yes. And this tournament is just fun because there's birdies and eagles flying everywhere. Should be a great week. Anything else on? I have one more thing um, bef- before we close up that I feel like is worth mentioning. Yes. Oh, is that no? You don't have anything else? No, I can be done. I'm just falling in love with every player in the field as I look at the fantasy national numbers over here, so ignore wow. me. Um, I think it. Uh, they, the Epson Tour the uh, developmental tour for the ladies uh, just introduced their 2022 summer schedule. And there's actually, there is uh, three Michigan courses that are hosting. So I I felt like that was worth mentioning. Travis Point Country Club is hosting the Ann Arbor's Road to the LPGA on June 16th to the 18th. Uh, Sweetgrass Golf Club, the Island Resort Championship, is not just a collegiate event. It is also a developmental tour event. That is June 24th through 26th, and they are also playing at Battle Creek Country Club. No way. Yeah, uh, Firekeepers Casino Hotel Championship. They're pouring a ton of money into this. I was looking at that some... That sounds like it's got some live broadcast potential for the Great Lakes Golf Podcast there, Hunter. It sure seems like it potentially... Fire Keepers and the Battle Creek Country Club? Man. <laughs> it does seem... Sign me up. It does get me seem a booth. Fitting. Uh, I need to call Deca Digital and get the banners in development here. 
It was it was just eight years ago that um, the number one number one player on this tour uh, their or their season earnings was like forty seven thousand dollars, and now every first place prize I believe is above. Fifty thousand. I want to say it's like right around fifty thousand. Every every purse has went from I think it was one one hundred nineteen thousand two thousand thirteen up to at least two hundred thousand. Yeah, good. So it's great. I feel like it was always. Uh, it's nice to see some of these smaller tours being able to actually financially. Make, yeah, financially make it make sense for, for the, the players. For the, for the players, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, I have nothing else. Enjoy the simulator tonight. Yes. What golf course are you going to play? I don't know. We're, it's all part of the league, so it's all picked for us. I did notice, worth my, it's actually really funny to bring that up. I, in the wintertime, I sleep on my stomach because my back doesn't really need to be functioning. So I've been sleeping on my stomach all week for the last couple weeks now. So you're going to suffer an injury tonight. I need to stretch a ton. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be, you're gonna be the dude at the golf center with like the bands out. No, no, not quite that. But I am, I am a little nervous. I just gotta get back to habit of sleeping on my back, which I don't like doing at all. It's really interesting that you sexually are cognizant enough of how your body affects your golf game that you sleep differently depending oh, on the season. Like if, if of I'm the year. if I'm playing an early round in the morning, I will do whatever I can to sleep on my back. I don't care if I have to be up another hour. I will just stay awake and, and try to fall asleep on my back, or I will, I will struggle. You are an interesting person. Thank you for being you. Yes, of course. All right, good luck. Let's get some winners. We're going to. This is the week. <laughs>